0: To Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. It is a 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie. We play jams that reach that I don't know why I said that, jams from very talented human beings. Um, hopefully they reach the top of the Billboard charts one day. But uh, jams uh, that you may be able to hear live right here in the ATX. Who are jamming right now, Patrick?
1: This is Favor. They are playing Sunday at Mohawk. Uh, some,
0: oh, I, I know what Mohawk is. Tell me again.
1: There's uh, some young guys in this band.
0: Nice. I like that. Uh, is Mohawk still the same old Mohawk? It hasn't changed places. A lot of these spots have. Changed. No, no, they have
1: not changed. places. Same no. old
0: Mohawk. Okay. Same old Mohawk. I'm old, so I hadn't been there in a while. But I'm just saying I used to go to Mohawk back in the day. Uh, all right, my man Patrick, always doing a great job. Five one two Friday. If you missed any of the song selections or suggestions, please go to hornfm.com and you can uh, catch up with them there. All right, I know my man Patrick's excited about this weekend because it's All Star. Wars weekend nba all-star weekend uh i don't know if i i know a few i know a few people that love the nba as much as patrick but not many i know a couple i man matt butler's a big nba guy he watches summer yeah. league i like, want you yeah, summer league's good he's i think Wait, he like, how
1: else he gonna know how these young rookies oh, are gonna play he's
0: like summer league fantasy i think oh
1: yeah i, I did not do fantasy oh. on summer league i don't oh. do fantasy in nba either yeah
0: he, oh, he does it's He says so there's it. too
1: much upkeep on it yeah not, yeah
0: yeah you're right it's a. that's a job it, and for him, he—I think he actually ends yes. up cashing in a lot yeah, of time yeah. too. But so it's a different I'm not, Yeah, yeah, not, I'm not as good. At it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to do all um, this work to lose. But I think yeah, you watch a ton of NBA, and this is—I'm you know, talking about all all year long. I think I'm just starting to watch uh, a lot of NBA because now a football season is officially done. NBA All Star Weekend, though, and the festivities—they uh, start up tonight. Got a celebrity game tonight. Do you uh, ever watch that? Uh, I've watched it you don't before. Care about that well, game, eh? the thing was, when I was younger,
1: I knew who the celebrities were.
0: That's a great point. I
1: don't know who they are anymore, so I don't watch it. As
0: much. No, 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 that's like, that. That is fair. I was that was want to be one of my, in uh, you know, really one of my observations. I was like, I don't really know these people, and it's because I was to say I'm not cool anymore. Though, no, no, it's not I, their so fault. When
1: I was young, I was like, oh, this is awesome. All yeah. all of my favorite people, and then it got to like, oh, those are those new guys. I don't like them. To now, I'm like, I've never even heard the name.
0: Let's see, right? Oh, uh, the governor of Utah. So, there you go. He's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Ryan Smith. Kane Brown, five-time American Music Award. I've heard the name. Winning heard country the name. artist. Corday, he's a rapper. I've, no, I've never heard of it. I've never heard of him. She... Diamond DeShields, Dallas Wings All-Star.
1: Okay. don't. I, it's we hockey, should, sorry.
0: We should know him. Calvin Johnson, we know him. Hall yeah. of Fame wide receiver. Uh, Marcus Mion, he's a Brazilian TV host. Uh, we obviously no, wouldn't no. know much about him. The Miz. I know The is. We know
1: The Miz. Uh, Albert Pujols. I think the Miz it, at least used to live in Austin. I think you're right about that. I, I think he might have moved back to California. Yeah, now, yeah. yeah He was, lived there for a while.
0: Wasn't he on, um, like, uh, Real World with KD? Yeah. Right? Back yeah. in the day? Back in the day. It's crazy. Um, uh, Albert Pujols. Um, Everett Osborne. He can, is... can you imagine Albert Pujols trying to move on a basketball court? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how that's going to... Actually, I, I kind of want to see it now. I mean, so like, see, like <laughs> I'm going to cross him over
1: every time.
0: <laughs> and I'm not fast, but I feel like I could... Albert Pujol's probably yeah. taking some some years on those. Yeah, watch for the three second violation with Albert Pujols <laughs> for some reason. Uh, uh, Ozuna, the Puerto Rican singer and recording artist. Uh, Guillermo Rodriguez. Oh, oh yeah. From Jimmy Kimmel show. Okay. Uh, who doubles as like the security guy. He's got yeah, the yeah. nice bit not, on not, a, not a basketball player, you would think. <laughs> right? That's probably why it's gonna be funny. C- uh, Sinqua Walls. Um he play apparently he's in, he's been in teen wolf. And Friday Night Lights okay. stuff like that, know, yeah. we wouldn't know him. Uh, Dwayne Wade's team is Dwayne Wade, uh, Nikki Jam, don't, a Latin American singer, Jesser, oh content creator. We're not gonna know that guy. Yeah, I don't know. Simi Liu, Simi Liu is uh, an actor. Best known okay. for Marvel's, uh, I think I've heard.
1: I think I know who that is. I think that's the guy. Yes, yeah, from
0: Marvel's Shang Chi and Ten Rings. Have you seen that?
1: Yeah, I think I know who that is, but I Actually, don't. Actually, I've seen that too. I don't know who it
0: is. Hassan Minaj.
1: I do know he's comedian.
0: Yeah, there you go. I know yeah, him. You know him really well. Uh, DK Metcalf's gonna play. Janelle Monae, know her? She's, yeah, she's really talented. Really talented. Um, and Eric Engumbawa I'm sure I screwed that up. He's a Dallas Wings player. Okay. Uh, Twenty One Savage, rapper, know him. Ranveer Singh Ranveer Singh is an actor in hindi films okay in india francis tfo is the 15th ranked men's tennis player in the world i do feel like in
1: these old games there used to men's be people. like there used to be people <laughs> that were like maybe I was just I knew who the C celebrities were then but I felt that they were more famous I think I think that's that what point. it is
0: I think you were paying more attention to pop culture then now yeah, you're so working yeah so I knew so like okay. if the
1: soup nazi was in it I was like soup nazi exactly. <laughs> and you
0: and you've even admitted you don't watch a lot of television shows no, I don't. anymore No, so you don't
1: even yeah you don't I do want to see shows. DK Metcalf because mm. I think that he could probably dunk from like a good distance out
0: he's definitely going to be trying to dunk yeah like I that's going to well, be his first, goal. we know he can dunk yeah, we know he can dunk, but he's going to be trying to dunk no, in the one, game. no
1: one looks like that. He's got to be like 6'4". <laughs> like, he's got to be able to dunk.
0: Hey, man, it can, they can fool you. Trust me. Hey mean, mean, you know, def- Mark Henry he could dunk. No,
1: he definitely can dunk. No, Mark he Henry could dunk. He might be. Because he's that, was that strong yeah. and that athletic. He might be doing like a windmill dunk. Yeah, some, that's some what I'm, some I'm saying. He could be doing something. Yeah,
0: he's almost on the freaky. Uh, okay, so that's, uh, they're having a crunch time game, too, which is uh, going to be kind of weird. Uh, but they also have the Rising Stars Challenge, and they're going to basically break this up. It's a new format. Um, where it's a pool of 21 NBA players drafted onto three teams. So they're going to have Team I think team Paul Gasol yeah. and a Team uh, Joachim Noah and a Team De'Ron Williams. Yes. And they're breaking all those players up. So it's going to be kind of a new age thing. Uh, Jeremy
1: play. Sohan from the Spurs will be representing there. Oh, there you go! I know that Sohan will be on the teams.
0: Uh, okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, they got. A, I mean, it's a ton of young guys here. I wouldn't read through the list, but I would just bore all the people. That's one of them. Uh, the, the and they have the skills challenge, which uh, we all know the skills challenge. Just part of the skills challenge in the three point contest uh, and the dunk contest, all happening on Saturday. And the skills challenge apparently is going to have the biggest change up. They're going to have three teams competing. One will be Team uh, Antetokounmpo's. With the Antetokounmpo brothers. Yes. Um, Giannis, Alex, and how you say his other brother's Giannis. Giannis. I think it's like Giannis and Giannis. Oh, Theonis. Oh, I think oh, nice. it's Am I, I wrong like on that? No, The no, spelling no. looks right, right? You, yeah, I think you're right about it. You're definitely right about that. Uh, another team is going to be uh, Jordan. Uh, it's going to be current Jazz teammates. Wow. So the Other teams just gonna be jazz teammates. Well, it's in Utah, Jordan Clarkson. The, 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 the
1: all star game is in solid, yeah. City. So well, it's they're just the guys that are there representing okay. represent the fans. There will know who they are,
0: so. and then the final team is like just a random rookie, yeah. The well, comp- it's the top three comp- picks comp- in the draft. Oh, you're right. Uh, Paulo Banco, Jay Nivey, and Jabari Smith. Yes,
1: so the top three picks in this year's draft,
0: okay. So that's the uh, skills challenge, and then of course the dunk contest. Uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. Uh, Trey Murphy the third, Mac McClung from the 76ers, and Jericho Sims. Those are your dunk contestants. Yes,
1: Mac McClung played at Texas Tech, hit a game winner against Texas, and Jericho Sims, who uh, played for Texas. There you go. And, uh, and I will say Jericho Sims, two-foot straight jumping is as, as good as I've ever seen. So he's not a one-foot jumper yeah. like most of these dunk contests really good dunkers are. He can be a two-foot jumper, but he is a insanely good. Like I remember watching him rebound balls, where you're like, that it's absurd how high you're getting to rebound. Yeah. Like you should be able to get every rebound because you should just jump. If you jump the right time, you'll just be higher. Your your arms outstretched are higher than everyone. And you stay
0: up for longer to yeah. a period of time because yeah, you're just such a freakish athlete.
1: So I'll be I'll be excited to see him see what he can do. And he's also just a guy who doesn't smile. So it's a weird event for him. <laughs> like he's just he, like maybe, maybe, maybe in New York now. They've trained him to smile more. But in Texas, oh. I saw him smile probably three or four times. And every time he did, you could see he was mad. He smiled right after he did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's no way New York City is going well, to change
1: to smile. No, more. But no, the NBA—they have people <laughs> to be like, "Hey, man, we're trying to send you out on these yeah, these like so- endorsements." And yeah, you're doing yeah, a yeah, signing, yeah. and everyone's like, "I think he's mad. I think he's he didn't like
0: me. Why he didn't smile at one time? <laughs>
1: no. So, but no, but he. It, He's a good kid, so I'm excited to see him get this opportunity. I'll be curious to see if he does try and ham it up a little bit because he, he just was never that guy in Texas. He's just kind of straightforward, did his business. But you say
0: he's got the he's got the leaps for it, though.
1: He's got the he's, he's got, got the, the jump. Yeah.
0: So if he's got the boing-oing-oings for it, I mean that's what the dunk contest is about. Uh, yeah, Mac McClung is, is going to be interesting, and Akeem Martin Jr. can jump too. So you I, know, I, it, it might be a good dunk contest, and I've never really knock the entertainment value of the dunk contest because it actually ends up being pretty entertaining. These guys take a lot of pride in it, and uh, like Patrick just mentioned, man, they're just freaks. The only knock against the dunk contest is the lack of star power, and it, it's the decline gets worse and worse every year. Every year you're like, eh, maybe somebody's going to enter the dunk contest that's a name brand, NBA player, all-star caliber player. That, yeah, or it, someone
1: it, that may be. Like Jalen Green, Green should be in it, right? Yeah, I mean, I get the Rockets suck, but Jalen Green should be in it. He should be in it. I'm with you because he is a top pick. He's a guy who's supposed to be a star coming up in the league. And if Jalen Green's in it now, and then he's an All Star in two years or three years, the Rockets turn it around. Then you're like, oh, remember Jalen
0: Green did it. So you have exactly. got to do it. That's like I said. I I hate to keep knocking down this uh, you know this topic and beating this dead horse. And what are they but...
1: doing? Load management in Houston.
0: There's no load management in Houston. <laughs> no, it definitely is not. Trust me. It's unwatchable basketball in Houston. I've, I'm the only one watching, me and a few oh, other people. I've, I've started showing it to people oh. as a gross, because
1: I watched enough of it it's that terrible. I would show, like I would watch highlights of it, which are lowlights, and then I would have to go and I'd be sitting with friends and I'd be like, hey, let me put on this Rockets game, I put it on League Pass, and just wait for them to see a play and go, whoa, whoa, whoa what was that? And you're like, that's 90% of their offense.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's it's no, awful. It's, no, it is, it's it's really bad, and they they actually have too much talent to be as bad as they are. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, you know, I I feel exactly what you're saying about the young players that should have been doing it before they become stars, and that's what the dunk contest should have become. Um. But it started around LeBron's time that LeBron didn't do it, and it's not all his fault. LeBron's got other things going on. There are a lot of other. Con- you know contributing factors like load management you just mentioned it, Patrick that load management mindset's not helping out the dunk contest either but now the young players believe that they're too good for the dunk contest and it's not a rite of passage like it used to be for a Kobe for an MJ it was a rite of passage for young players they believed all right this is something i got to uh, check off the list of becoming a great player and now they don't have to check it off the list they don't even it's, it doesn't even register to the young stars of the NBA. No. So it's still, like I said, still entertaining because they end up having some really creative dunks, but it just lacks the star power. It it really does. It reminds me of what SNL used to be. <laughs> How SNL, you go back and look at it. You, you, could, you said you was watching an old dunk contest earlier this week, Patrick. And I compared it to, yeah, it's like watching those old SNL reruns where, you know, there's, um, you know, Dan Aykroyd and your, your Johnny Belushi's and your Eddie Murphy's and your Chris Farley's and your Will Ferrell's and Phil Hartman. I mean, it goes on and on. You just go, you just start naming people, just superstars and just elite comedic talent. And not that the, the, the comedians right now are bad. They're not bad, but they're not elite talents like those guys were. Or, yeah. gal's were back then. And to me, that reminds me of what the dunk contest has become. It's basically what SNL has become. Still somewhat entertaining, but definitely lacking the star power. Still good for the kids. <laughs> well, <laughs> with your kids, you ain't got no kids watching SNL. Yeah, it's probably still is good for the kids. I don't know. Every now and then I watch it. But like the dunk contest, every now and then I'll watch it, and maybe I will this year. I probably will because Jericho Sims is in it. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the three-point contest. Uh, which has become more of the kind of superstar event in the uh, NBA All-Star Weekend. They're going to have uh, Damian Lillard, probably the biggest star in it. Uh, Jason Tatum, also another big star in it as well. Um, Tyler Harrell is going to play in it, uh, sorry, compete in it. Buddy Hield, Um Kevin Huerta from Sacramento, Tyrese, Kevin ha- Herter, yes. uh, Tyrese Halliburton as well, and uh, Anthony Simons of Portland.
1: Anthony Simmons, yes.
0: Simmons, sorry, uh, and Laurie McAnon,
1: yes, yeah, from Utah.
0: Okay, yeah, hometown. who's having
1: a great season? A great season this year for Utah came came out of that Cleveland trade, and he was a throw in for salary, and has turned out to be a really good player this year. Okay. so he's actually an all star this year, even though like he was thrown in as a salary cap dump in that Donovan uh, Donovan Mitchell trade. Yeah, and he's turned out to be an all star this year. It was just he was playing really poorly on the on the Cavs.
0: Well. Yeah, I, and which is crazy because the Cavs are yeah, what they're doing better unit. now. It was, yeah. He
1: explained it in an interview that he basically was so worried about because he got in a contract, he was so worried about living up to his contract that he was in his own head so much that he couldn't shoot anymore. Hmm. And by the time they traded him off, he was like, well, screw everything. I'm just going to play basketball. And he got good again.
0: Yeah, it turns out. Yeah, without the pressure. Hey. It it does a lot of changes, guys, so I pressure the playoffs. Uh, we see players change a lot, too. Um, okay, and the All-Star rosters, um, Giannis, Kyrie Irving uh, for the Eastern Conference, Donovan – well, I guess now Kyrie actually is – on the western side of things, uh, but not that it matters. I think they end up doing a draft anyway. Still do the draft right Sunday. Yes, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, they used to
1: do the draft beforehand. I believe now they do it the day of. Yeah, they're doing it the day of, like the
0: right before. They're the trying game?
1: to make it a bigger thing.
0: Oh, like the draft part of the yeah, game. Yeah, I think they're
1: trying to make it that.
0: Yeah, because yeah, it used to be a nighttime thing where they would have them on, like, like with TNT. Ch- yeah, Charles yeah. Barkley and the guys. Okay, that makes sense. Um, all right, so uh, you have the the, the draft uh, to sort out who the eastern. Conference and Western Conference teams are. So, uh, all star weekend coming up this weekend. Uh, a little primer for you. All right, we come back. We got to get into a preview of Texas basketball versus Oklahoma. We got one more segment left, and then we'll give you up for Texas baseball with Craig Way, the voice of the Longhorns. Be right back. This is Baldwin line One Now I'm a
1: I'm looking for something.
0: Take my mind off of everything. You give me your love, Yeah, you're making my heart sing. Ooh. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when we play jams from very talented human beings that you can catch live right here in the ATX. Who are we jamming right now, Patrick?
1: This is Jake Lloyd. He is going to be playing Sunday at Hotel Vegas.
0: Oh, nice. I like that. If you missed any part of any of the... uh, the suggestions of five one two Friday. You can go catch them uh, right there at HornFM.com. Made it easy for you. We're gonna talk some Texas basketball here because we got a big game coming up versus Oklahoma uh, tomorrow. As a matter of fact, my man Patrick's gonna have a front row seat today. He's got to work, but still, he'll be multitasking. Uh, we're off a little bit early. This is our last segment. We'll give you up uh, for Texas baseball coming up uh, six forty five. Craig Way will be on the call there. Uh, so Texas baseball action. So you don't want to go anywhere. But let's talk some Texas basketball. Before we uh, get out of here, they got a big game coming up. Oh, before we talk about the game they got coming up, good news for Texas basketball. Uh, Brock Cunningham's coming back again for another year. Yeah, you he know he's not going anywhere. Dude, <laughs> he's getting free school. He's
1: uh, yeah, like, I think and he's... Brock, Brock is a smart guy who is using this to get all his degrees, get Sweet. everything he can. He's yep. like, let me let me stay here. I'm going to be a legend in Texas basketball yep. because I'm going to stick around for and be a part of some really good teams. Might as well. And they're going to pay
0: for it. And they're paying for my schooling? I know. Well, he's got to be working on the Masters. He's already graduated, yes, I think. So he's I think he graduated maybe two years ago. Yeah, he might be close to finishing the Masters. But I know he's, he's already. Working gr- on something else. Yeah, I know. He's already graduated. So Yeah, good for him, man. So he's coming back. That was uh, something that was announced uh, yesterday. Well, at least he announced it yesterday. But getting to this game versus Oklahoma Uh, One of the things that we have bragged about and complimented this team on, Patrick, is the fact that they bounce back really well. They're a resilient group. Uh, Things that end up, you know, losing them games uh, and ended up uh, maybe losing them that game versus Tech. We haven't seen those same issues uh, haunt them to the to the extent where they end up having back-to-back losses. They'll be trying to avoid that versus Oklahoma. Some Texas fans, based on the way the schedule is going to play out over the next five games and considering the state of Oklahoma basketball, they're considering this a must-win that you got, and you just came off a loss. That this is a must-win. She's just throwing it out there, but I, I think you're right. When you start looking at it, this is a game you can't afford to lose. Maybe that's the best way to say it. Yeah, it a must-win, but you can't afford to lose
1: it. Well, no, you got to hit the panic button if you lose this game, yeah. just because <laughs> of who Oklahoma is. And I'm, they're not a terrible team. No one in the Big Twelve is, but the, they haven't won a road game since Texas Tech in early January. Like wow. this is not so. As much as they're not even a great team, they're way worse away from home. Mm. And so you're playing at one of the better arenas in college basketball now in the Moody Center. You're playing as a rival. You need you coming off a loss. Everything is pointing to you coming in here and handling business. Bouncing back. Uh you I mean you just have to make sure they're gonna try and shoot threes on you. You have to there's gonna be they're gonna try and you know, someone's gonna try and go off on you. You have to be able to stop that. And you have to have to get your offense going. <laughs> but this is more for me, I wanna see them out rebound Oklahoma. I want to see them start better than they've been starting, They're, this is about fixing problems more than just straight-up winning against Oklahoma. You need to fix problems and come out and go, you know what, that was a fluke against Tech. Mm-hmm. We are a better team than that. We are not going to play down to their level. We are going to go play our game and go win.
0: Yeah, the biggest issue would be, if you don't want to call it a slow start or a sluggish start, um, maybe just hoping that they have a a a more crisp, polished start to the, the the basketball game. They don't beat themselves with either turnovers or with poor defensive execution. Yeah. So I think those are two of the things that have haunted them early on in games, and once they get the deficit, which they did in, in the Tech game, and he, by the way, they, they battled back, end up tying the game, I think at what 64, and they expend so much energy battling back from that deficit that it's hard to close out in Clutch Town, especially in the Big 12, the toughest league in the country. It's hard to do. Yeah, it's... it's-
1: you just don't want to get yourself down against some of these good teams, and you especially don't want to get yourself down as you get into the Big 12 tournament and you get into, you know, the the NCAA tournament. So this is really where we're. This is it. You have this, and then to try and yeah help, you, get- you know, help fix your team before you start playing. And I get Oklahoma just beat a K State team that you know is struggling a little bit more now double down the, end of the stretch. Beat them
0: by double but they digits. double digits,
1: but it's at Oklahoma. They they went and they beat the number 1 team in the country Alabama earlier this year as well. Uh that's again we said we already talked about the SEC Big 12 challenge and there was some some officiating uh differences between the conferences that showed up during that challenge. Yeah. But I I this is a game like you you're better than them. You're just flat out from 1 through 5 a better team than Oklahoma. So you need to go out there and play like 1 through 5 you are a better team. I mean, well we can say 1 through 6 cuz Jabari Rice will put in there as too.
0: Uh yeah, I agree with that. No question. You're going to need him to have a bounce yeah. back performance. He got in foul trouble early in that tech game. Um really threw off uh threw him off and he's been man, he's probably been the best six man in the conference, one of the best six men in the country and Texas really needs uh, you know, that spark that he brings. Uh, to your point though, Patrick, um it has been it it's been feast or famine for the Sooners this year and probably more famine than feast. They had that twenty-four point win over Alabama that you just uh referenced. They did have the double digit win most recently uh, on Tuesday over K State, but three and ten in big Big 12 play. And how about this? They're last in the conference in offensive efficiency, offensive rebounding percentage, and free throw rate. And which are all areas where, you know. Texas kind of struggles, you know, defensively. I guess you could throw that out there. Offensive rebounding rate, but they you don't have to worry about that with Oklahoma because they're not a great offensive rebounding team, and they're just not very efficient offensively. So, everything you said, Texas should win this game. Um, Yeah, but I mean, but this is where you need to
1: win it, but win it in a way where it's like again, you need to out rebound Oklahoma because you should be able to. So not winning it on just, hey, yeah, we're just going to beat them because we're better. Hey, you need to win it, not by coming back when you're down, start off the game 0-8. It's a 0-8, to and then all of a sudden you put up 16 in a row, and they go, well, it's not a slow start. You were ahead 16-8. And yeah. No, it was slow because, once again, you came out, and it took you a while to figure out that defense and the better teams you play against. It's just it always takes something out of you to come back in a game.
0: Yeah, and the last game they played against Texas, you talked about it, they were – on the road in Norman, uh, but Texas barely pulled it out, 70-69. Uh, Marcus Carp go-ahead jumper uh, to save the day for Texas. And Texas gave up a lot of offensive rebounds in that matchup. I think there was like 12 offensive that, rebounds. Now,
1: that one also I think, that was right after was Chris that? Beard news. Oh, That was true. right near the, the Chris point. Beard news. It was on New Stop. Year's Eve, an early game. There was a lot of distractions happening in that game. This is a different team than it was then. So, I, I don't even think we can look at that one too much. Uh, it was, you know, it was not a great game from Texas the last time they played Oklahoma, uh, but you can come out now, and you're a better team than you were then, you're a different team than you were then, so you need to go out there and show that.
0: Yeah, Oklahoma also has been struggling to defend in transition. Um, Texas is so athletic. That's something Texas can really take advantage of. I believe they're, if you look at uh, points per possession in transition, allowed points per position allowed in transition, they're 305th in the country. And it's Texas needs to get out and run. Um, yeah, because Texas is one of the best transition teams, which makes sense in the country because they got guard play and they're really athletic. That's something they really got to take advantage of versus Oklahoma. I mean, yeah, Oklahoma, the more you look at it, yeah, they're, they're, they're just, I don't want to say they're a bad team because there are no bad teams in the Big 12, but they are one of the worst teams in the Big 12. So I, I can call them a bad team. They're definitely one of the worst teams in the Big 12. And Texas should take care of business. Their last in turnover percentage, and they rank third to last in defensive rebounding percentage. So that's also something for Texas that's been an issue. But against Oklahoma, um, Texas really doesn't have to worry about them being a beast on the boards either. Yeah. No, I mean, and
1: that's it's they've been able to, you know, they have a couple of big guys they can put in there. Texas has been able to get them in foul trouble for the most part and keep them, you know, not as effective. So this is not something that I'm super worried about. But it is. You do have to come out there and not look past it. You can't say, hey, man, we got another game here on Tuesday. We got to get ready for Iowa State. Yeah, You need to come in and be prepared to play an Oklahoma team. And then uh, we all get to hopefully – just enjoy the fact that there is a Bijan from Oklahoma. That's not as good as our Bijan.
0: <laughs> of course, the B, the Oklahoma Bijan's not as cool as the no. Texas Bijan. No, I mean, is his hair as cool as the as oh, you
1: know, Bijan Cortez has that uh, long, flowing hair <laughs> on a basketball court, which is
0: always surprising to see. No, the hairstyles in college basketball are just unbelievable. Now they're insane. Like nobody has a traditional, conservative cut. No matter what ethnicity they are, or whatever yeah. in college basketball anymore. That's just it's a regular taper fade. Is just that's considered a, a being a loser or something. Yes, Bijan Cortez.
1: It gets compared to a young Keanu Reeves a lot.
0: Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Keanu Reeves is considered a hottie as an old man he's like well, a real, he is, but random young Keanu sex Reeves. symbol that was the thing. yeah you're right man. old Keanu Reeves is a sex symbol young Keanu Reeves was not a was, sex symbol was Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point there great point alright so Texas five games remaining uh, they still have to play road games against Baylor and TCU uh, they're going to host Iowa State in Kansas so this is one of the game they cannot afford to lose if you missed any part of any of the shows please go to horn.fm.com and you can catch up with them on the podcast page uh, my man Harge he wasn't with us uh, but go to his, um, his Twitter account at HardballHarge if you Want to follow along what he's doing, um, the broadcast work he's going to be doing this weekend with Flow Baseball? Just go check him out at Hardball Hodge. And you can catch him up there. Hardball Hodge. I don't know why I said that word. Hodge. 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 Hardball Hodge. <laughs> uh, and thanks, to my man Patrick as well.
1: What you? Uh, you got on tap? You working? That's what you got on tap? Huh? I got working tomorrow, watching All Star Weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's you're, right. You're,
0: you're, yeah. You're you're loving this now. Hey man, it's and then especially basketball. I might season. even
1: I might even turn on the Daytona 500 this weekend. Because there's a right. Guns N' Roses car, oh, and I want
0: to see Guns N' Roses car win. Uh, you know what? That's something we'll do. On Monday, we will talk about the Daytona 500. I promise you. We'll squeeze it in there somehow. I want to thank my man, Pat, for doing a great job. And thank you guys out there for listening. Remember, the revolution when I be televised. We'll talk about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves, but more importantly, take care of each other. Uh, Texas baseball coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Craig Wade, the voice of the Longhorns, on the call. Peace.